Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, they took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the law, to the Lord, as it was written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate and the law of the Lord. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in spirit into the temple. When his parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, You may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself a sword will pierce so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew, became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A few days before my ordination to the priesthood, I went to see the pastor of St. Catherine of Siena in Norwood, where I was going to say my first Mass. And when I was with him, he offered me some advice before I became a priest. And I wanted to share that with you today. He said to me, after I was ordained, I was assigned to a parish, and I was all full of energy, and I wanted to make a difference. I went and I saw all the pews looked really tired, so I said, I'll just put a fresh coat of varnish on the pews. 
So we got a couple of cans of varnish and did the job, and it looked really nice and shiny and new. And, uh, but he said to me, he says, but every professional knows you never put varnish over old shellac. <laughs> and a couple of weeks later, all the parishioners were leaving Mass on Sunday with varnish flakes all over their clothes. He says it was a disaster. He says we had to get professionals to come in. We had to clean the whole thing up, and they had to redo everything. About a week later after that, on the coldest wintry day, the boiler decides to break down on a Sunday morning, and everybody froze. The week after that, the sound system went out. Nobody could hear anything that I said at Mass. He says, and it said that right after I was ordained, it seemed just like there was one problem after the other. And I was just just spending most of my time worrying about, listening to, and trying to solve problems. The church was no longer a source of joy for me. It was just problems. And I had forgotten what the church was really about. It's God's home. And he said to me, if you never forget that, if you never forget what the church really is, the church will always be a source of joy to you. Because it's not about the problems. It's about who you're with. When the angel appeared to Mary and gave her the great news that she would give birth to the Savior of the world, can't have better news than that. Immediately after that, there were problems. There was pregnancy outside of wedlock, talk of divorce, no room in the inn, no place in Bethlehem to have the child. Then right after that, there was a king that wanted to destroy the child and sent his troops into Bethlehem to kill any child two years or younger. They had to flee to Egypt, to a foreign country for an undetermined amount of time. There was one problem after the other, but there's one thing that the Holy Family taught us, that it is not about the problems. It's about who you're with. My mother was in the nursing home just around Christmas time. Uh, she was getting rehabilitation because of her broken leg. And I asked the nurse, I said, can I take my mother Christmas shopping? She says, yeah, all I have to do is sign her out. So I signed her out. I put the wheelchair in the back of the car, and then I took her shopping. As soon as we left, it started to snow, and it blizzarded. It was, the, of course, there was a traffic jam. It took us an hour to get to the mall. Once I got to the mall, I was horrified by the fact that there was a, that the Kohl's department store was having a 50% off sale, Every spot was taken. We had to park at the next the zip code. When I finally got to the, to, the, to the mall, you couldn't negotiate the wheelchair because there were so many people. In half the hours, we couldn't even go down. We couldn't remember my father's size on the sweater. And uh, it just, the, the long, we went to the cashier. And of course, I got behind a guy that uh, was buying half of Rhode Island. <laughs> when I got back to the nursing home and I was about to say goodbye to my mother, I figured that she was going to say to me, that was a really bad idea. <laughs> Let's not ever do that again. But she didn't say that. She says, oh, Peter, I had such a great time today. You know why she said that? Because it's not about the problems. Yeah, there were a lot of problems. But it's about who you're with. One of my conferences has a heart condition, and he was uh, in Faneuil Hall having a lunch. And a couple of the, it was so crowded there that it... A couple of people came up and said, can we share the table with you? We shared the table, and, my, and then my friend had problems with the heart condition. 
But the two people that sat, he was fine. Because the two people that sat beside him were doctors. <laughs> yeah, we have problems, but it's, a, it's not about the problems. It's about who we're with. You, know, you can be in a desert for 40 years without any food or water. You can be like Gideon. In a battle, we have a, it's a million to one odds that you're going to win. And you can be in a boat in a storm. And the water's coming over and you're about to sink. But you always have to remember, it's not about the problems. It's about who you're with.